you're much more confident in yourself in your situation, wherever you are in life, um, and you mentally much more relaxed. Like freezing gives you this ability to know that no matter what it is, you have options. Uh, and this is huge. This is a real game changer. I'm Cynthia Overgaard, owner of Hypnobirthing of Connecticut, childbirth advocate, and postpartum support specialist. And I'm Trisha Ludwig, certified nurse midwife and international board-certified lactation consultant. And this is the Down to Birth Podcast. Childbirth is something we're made to do, but how do we have our safest and most satisfying experience in today's medical culture? Let's dispel the myths and get down to birth. Hi, I'm Dana Marks. I'm a social media influencer and an agency founder, and I'm going to talk about egg freezing today. Um, I just wanted to say thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be a part of this podcast and bring awareness to such an important topic. So Diana, why don't we start with you telling us, explain for us off the bat, why it's such an important topic? Well, this is a good question. The thing is, it's the first time in the history of humankind when uh, where women have choices, right? So this is a time where we can actually take control of our fertility journeys and um, have some sort of insurance for the future. No, it's not 100% guaranteed like anything in life, but it's a big chance that it will help you in the future. So that's why it's so important. Not a lot of people even know about it still to this day. Um, And I think it's important for women to know that this procedure exists. And when I learned about it, it really changed my world uh, because obviously as women, we have such a pressure biological clock. um, And the fact that you can actually put it on pause and take care of your life and make sure you live your life without worrying about, you know, whether you you will have an opportunity to have children in the future is so important. What are some of the main reasons that a woman would want to choose to freeze her eggs? Well, uh, there's uh, social reasons and there's uh, obviously medical reasons as well. And a lot of women used to do it and it initially started as a medical procedure, right? Because a lot of women who would go, for example, through cancer treatments um, would be recommended to go through something like egg freezing to make sure they have the opportunity to have children in the future uh, in case that cancer tre- treatment interferes with their fertility. Uh, where, and now over time, it became a social uh, procedure as well, where People do it for um, social reasons where they want to delay uh, their pregnancy uh, due to, you know, where they're at in life. Um, As women in general, as people in general, we get married later in life. um, And while it doesn't affect men, it really affects women because obviously we don't think about having children until we're married. And then when we're married, it might be a little bit too late for a body. So that being said, uh, for social reasons, I think it's actually a, a huge, huge breakthrough in the industry because uh, now uh, women can concentrate on their careers and work as long as they want until they have children and not worry about not having this opportunity uh, down the line when the timing is right, when they found the right partner uh, and stuff like that. And also for the choice of the partner, a lot of women settle um, on the partner. And I think um, this procedure in general gives them freedom um, and not feel pressured that they have to settle at a specific time in their life um, just for the sake of having children. Is there any point at which it's too late to use your frozen eggs? How much Uh, time does it really buy women? 
so actually not anymore. Uh, initially, there were some articles that said that there are like 10 years um, lifespan of your eggs. But I just recently went through the procedure and they literally told me that I can use my eggs whenever. So that's amazing. Diana, why don't you tell us a little bit about what egg freezing is and how it works? So egg freezing is uh, essentially a process of uh, freezing your your eggs at a current age uh, with the purpose of using those eggs in the future, right? So I personally did egg freezing when I was 31. I'm currently 32 years old. Um, So that means if I want to get pregnant, let's say at 38, um, I can use my frozen eggs at 31 and they're going to be much healthier and much more, um, I'll have much more chances of, get, of getting pregnant, uh, pregnant uh, with those eggs rather than my 38-year-old eggs that I will have at that time in my body. So over time, the quality of fertility in women changes. Uh, so the older they get, the less fertile they, they become. Uh, so that being said, for example, if somebody tries to get pregnant later in life, uh, and they can't conceive for whatever reason, they can use their frozen eggs in order to help that process because the frozen eggs that they froze earlier in life will be much higher quality and there will be much higher chances of them conceiving. Let me make, uh, let me clarify that. The later in life that you conceive, the more likely you are to have a genetic or chromosomal abnormality. So that risk factor goes up for sure. If you do conceive and you don't have any genetic or chromosomal abnormalities, then there is no compromise in the quality of egg. It's really about the ability to get pregnant and a higher chance of having one of those anomalies in the um, conception process. Is that correct? So you, Yes, that's correct. That being said, um, if you have an opportunity to conceive on your own first, this is always what doctors recommend. So uh, first they check the quality of your eggs. You know, they check if you are able to conceive on your own and then you go after that goal, you know, and if that doesn't happen, you have an insurance. That's why they call egg freezing an insurance policy um, of using your younger eggs in order to conceive. That's an interesting point. So if you are 40 years old and you have eggs that you froze at 25, would a woman want to start right off with her 25-year-old egg, or is she going to be encouraged to try to conceive at 40 on her own? Um, I think uh, as of right now, doctors still recommend trying to conceive on your own first because, um, you know, that's natural. Um, and then only if they have uh, problems, because that's the thing, too. A lot of women don't realize that they will have fertility issues. Right. So a lot of times we think I'm healthy. You know, I work out, so I'm not going to have any problem g- getting pregnant. And those two things are completely unrelated. Uh, but nobody talks about it. So nobody knows for sure. Uh, that doesn't mean that you know all women will have to, will go through something like this but there will be women that will have fertility issues as early as 35 um and that is a great opportunity for them to use those frozen eggs and actually conceive because uh, the problem with the whole fertility issue is women don't want to talk about it until they actually are in the process of getting pregnant and that is why this topic is so important to discuss right now and to bring awareness to because these are the things you need to take care of before you actually uh, arrive to that point in life. Diana, I have two questions that came up for me when I was listening to you. The first is, I guess, no question, basically, do they know with certainty that the eggs a woman has frozen 
is genetically optimal? Yes, they do. They actually check. Uh, they don't freeze eggs that are uh, not going to help them conceive, you know, so they actually go through the quality uh, check first to make sure the eggs are um, healthy. Um, I myself personally was a lucky one, apparently, where all eggs that they extracted were frozen, but it doesn't always happen. The majority of cases, they extract a number of eggs and then they go through the process where they check if they're healthy, you know, and then they freeze the healthy ones. Uh, so that being said, uh, they do go through some quality check. And of course, not all of these eggs will be fertile uh, down the line because when they connect these eggs uh, with embryos, they want uh, to make embryos, sorry, they uh, want to make sure that um, they actually will produce a baby. And they say one in, again, this is statistics, I'm not sure like the actual amount, but one in eight to 10 eggs will actually produce um, one healthy baby. Of the eggs that you've frozen, one in yes. 10, only one in 10 will? Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. I didn't know that. And then <laughs> and okay, this I is why sometimes another... women end up with quadruplets. Okay. <laughs> and then to go back to my, my second initial question, um, you made a comment that was, we were all thinking like, what if you fall in love and get married at 38 or 40? Why does, why is the doctor even a part of it? Why don't you just go have sex and have a good time? And why is there this stage of, well, the doctor will check you to kind of give you the thumbs up to use your own eggs and just have sex and have a good time and see what happens. Can you explain more about that? Because that confused me a little bit too. I think if you didn't have frozen eggs, that's what the majority of people do, you know, so I don't think there's any sort of restriction on that end. Uh, but that being said, you know, of course, there's like a way to check your fertility. And that's the thing, too. It's really about being cautious. It's called preventative, uh, <laughs> taking preventative steps, right? So you don't have to do that. You can, of course, try to conceive on your own. Uh, but then if you go to the doctor, you'll just find out what are your chances of conceiving on your own? What are your chances of having a healthy baby? Because at the end of the day, it's not really about conceiving. It's actually about delivering a healthy baby. In go my ahead. experience, most women will try on their own for six or 12 months before going for any type of fertility assessment. Absolutely. I suppose if you've already been in the process of freezing your eggs and you have a good rapport with a doctor, you might decide if you froze your eggs at 25 and now at 40, you're ready, you might at that point go for a preliminary scan or something to see how your egg health is at that time. But most people just sort of give it six or 12 months of trying on their own. And if they don't conceive, then they start this process. Exactly. Yes. Thanks for, for clarifying that. And I still think the more natural things are, the better. Uh, it's just the, the fact that we have an option like that it's tremendous, you know, and obviously that's another uh, important um, point that you brought up, the fact that you already have a doctor to go to, because a lot of women, when they try to conceive at 40, they have no idea where to start, you know, so they just try to have a baby and uh, see how it goes, you know. So because you froze your eggs, you, in a lot of cases, you build a rapport with the doctor that did it and with the fertility clinic. So of course, now you have a place to go to, to actually get information to check yourself, you know, and that's how, um, how it's also helpful on that end, because now you have this sort of a facility where you can actually seek advice from. This is the kind of area where a woman really has to know herself. And I have this conversation with clients a lot in some related areas, you really just have to know yourself. And, you know, on the one hand, listening to you, it's, 
I can see the comfort and how you want the information. Give me the information. Tell me what I have to work with. And then you have women, I'm guessing I would be more in this category, who might have a propensity toward overthinking and having anxiety. And if you don't try to get pregnant on your own, if you freeze your eggs, let's say at 30, you get married at 38, you go find out from the doctor, well, you have about a 50% chance. I mean, I would lie awake in bed with my eyes wide open every night thinking, oh my God, oh my God. And you just have to know yourself. I think that's why this buffer period of trying on your own is good, but it just reminds me of how many countless couples try for years to adopt because they haven't been able to conceive. And as soon as that adoption goes through and they relax and they celebrate, they get pregnant and they end up with two children. It's it's a beautiful little scenario, but it seems to happen all the time. So it's like this for anyone listening, yeah, there's just no guide to these things. It's you just have to know yourself well, like what's going to bring me the most comfort and the least anxiety. And it could go on either end with this. It's kind of like a mental thing too. There's a lot of mental help that comes from it because you feel different. Um, after the procedure, I've read so many, obviously I was worried a little bit myself. I was scared of doing that procedure. So um, after the procedure, everybody says the same thing. They feel relieved and they feel much more confident in the future because it's exactly what it is. It's an insurance for you. So that doesn't mean that now when you're 40, you have to go you know, and use your eggs, but you know that you have that option. And just knowing that you have that option, whether you will see that fertility doctor ever in your life or not, will play a huge part in your uh, in your uh, journey of conceiving in general. Um, as you mentioned earlier, it's all about, uh, not all about, but a big part of it is your mental state, right? So like freezing gives you this ability to know that no matter what it is, you have options. Uh, and this is huge. This is a real game changer. So let's get into some of the details of like how to make this decision. How is a woman to know at 23 or 28 that it's time to freeze her eggs? Like what factors is she looking at in her life to make that decision? And what are the barriers to making that decision? Or what are the risks that might come along with making that decision? Overall, I think down the line as as we move into the more techie future um i would uh, be very happy to see if every woman uh, freezes her eggs at as early as possible right now we're doing it based on the age where we find out about it and obviously the financial availability right so it is a very costly procedure and this is the biggest uh, barrier for entry <laughs> for this procedure right diana how much is it so it is roughly, so if you, uh, every clinic is different, you know, in different states, there's different prices, but I would say the minimum uh, price would be from 12000 to $20,000, right? So it's like a, a range. And there's also medical fees for um, the actual hormones and pills and everything that you'll have to take. And it's a big chunk of your bill as well. It's not, a, it's not cheap. Let's put it that way. And that's the biggest uh, issue right now. If you do it early in life, you're obviously much more fertile at that time. Therefore, you'll freeze many more eggs. So you'll have to do it only once because some women actually go through egg freezing several times uh, just to make sure that they froze enough eggs for the future. Um, so the earlier, the better. And also your body is going to handle it much 
easier just because um while it's not a very it's not a like too serious of a procedure it's still very invasive in terms of you obviously going through hormonal therapy your body produces on average your body produces one egg per cycle uh during the procedure itself you produce many more eggs so you're obviously on hormones uh in order to produce more eggs and then there's a small surgery involved at the end where they extract those eggs so physically it's much easier to handle if you're younger because like i said right now we tend to only react to problems that we have down the line when we try to conceive. And it's so much better mentally and physically and emotionally to have this backup option as early as possible and to have it handled. We have to talk for a minute about um, what happens with the eggs and how many are being stimulated and how many are being extracted and what these hormones are doing. Cause it's, it's very curious to me and I'm sure everybody would like to know. I mean, a woman produces once she first gets her period, she produces one egg on average per month until she reaches menopause. And women are born with a certain number of eggs at the time of birth, and that is all they get. So when we're taking these hormones, we are stimulating these eggs to mature in advance of when they normally would. So that's why you have to take these hormones in advance. So how many eggs are they trying to stimulate and how many eggs are typically removed in a procedure for to be frozen? Hey there, all you amazing, strong, and beautiful women, especially you new moms and moms-to-be. I'm Taylor, co-founder and CEO of Vitality. And I'm Taylor's sister, Chloe, co-founder and chief design officer. We started Vitality to encourage and empower everyone to live a vibrant life. We're all about supporting women, especially on the journey to motherhood. When I was pregnant, I really struggled to find comfy leggings that I could wear all day, every day. So we set out to make the best maternity pants out there. We took those pain points and designed pieces that were supportive and comfortable, including details like a high-rise fit, underbelly seam, raw cut hems, and to top it off, we have an embedded silicone panel that acts like a built-in suspension system for your low back, which is the first of its kind. So we designed this line in our Marshmallow Soft Cloud 2 fabric in not only a maternity pant, but a volley and biker short as well. Let me tell you, all of these pieces are a game changer. Just go to shopvitality.com and cherry on top, you guys can use code down to birth at checkout to get 10% off your order. 10% off athleisure designed for pregnancy during pregnancy. Down to birth is sponsored by Postpartum Soothe. Recovering from a vaginal birth takes many women by surprise. Everyday activities like sitting, walking, and going to the bathroom can be uncomfortable. And Postpartum Soothe is just the remedy to support your healing and relieve discomfort. Postpartum Soothe is a 100% organic herbal blend that's applied to maternity pads in the days immediately following your birth, giving you all the benefits of a sits bath 24-7. That's because herbs like comfrey leaf, uva ursi, and witch hazel are known for their antimicrobial and anti-inflammatory properties. Postpartum Soothe can be prepared anytime during the third trimester, and it makes a beautiful baby gift. It's a must for any woman seeking a faster, easier recovery from a vaginal birth. Visit postpartumsoothe.com. That's postpartumsoothe, S-O-O-T-H-E dot com. And use promo code DOWNTOBIRTH. 
Did you know that 97% of women take a prenatal vitamin, yet 95% of us are still deficient in key nutrients for pregnancy and postpartum? After a long time searching for the optimal prenatal nutrition product, we bring you Needed, a radically better prenatal vitamin. Needed's nutritional products offer nutrients that your body can utilize with doses at optimal versus bare minimum levels and are available in capsules and an easy-to-take vanilla powder, perfect for those moms with pill fatigue or nausea. Needed is a woman-founded company offering a superior nutritional product lineup backed by research, data, and insights from nearly 4,000 women's health experts. Needed offers premium supplements for every stage, from egg quality support for women trying to conceive to lactation support for breastfeeding. And you know, Cynthia and I, we love their botanical sleep and relaxation support packets before bedtime. So if you are looking for a radically different prenatal, head on over to thisisneeded.com and enter down to birth for 20% off your first order. Everybody is different. I was trying to get this question when I was going, uh, you know, through the hormonal stimulation. I'm like, how many eggs am I doing this for? You know, so uh, they will never give you like the exact number. Uh, obviously, every woman is different. Every body is different. So, for example, I personally apparently set a record, you know, like so my doctor actually called me an overachiever because I produced 24 eggs. But that is apparently a lot. But the funny thing is when I woke up from the surgery, the first question I asked, I was, I asked how many eggs did we freeze? And then I asked how many babies can I make with these eggs? So apparently on average, a woman would freeze uh, 10 eggs per uh, stimulation. That's why sometimes women go through two or three egg freezing procedures um, to make sure that they freeze enough eggs. And that's another um, important point to bring up here because I froze my eggs at 31. Uh, so the older women get, the less eggs they'll be able to freeze, right? So because I did it, um, it's not really early, but more on the earlier side, um, it allowed me to actually go through just one cycle and have enough eggs um, for the future, whenever that might be. But I would assume if you're in your early 20s, you would prob probably produce many more eggs than that. The, another reason too is, so let's assume you reach a point of like 55 or 60, you reach your menopause, you'd never have kid, had kids before, and you decide to have kids. You can have a surrogate with your own eggs that you froze at 20, you know, or 30 or even 40, right? So that is a big part of it as well, where you might not give birth yourself, but it will still be genetically your baby. So that's why with calling it insurance, because even if you go beyond your fertile time, uh, you still are able to have kids. There's still options out there to have your own kids because you did egg freezing. So I'm sure um, we could talk for a very long time. We have a lot of questions on this and it's a really interesting topic, but we want to get into your emotional experience a little bit. What was, what was this process like for you and what has it done for you now? Like, where do you see yourself with it? 
So when I learned about the procedure, it blew my mind. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe there's an option out there and I need to jump on it. But I was looking for options, for solutions, you know, and the, what clinics you go to, how does this work? I was very scared for the physical aspect. That's why I stalled for two years. And then when, uh, you know, obviously with a pandemic also, time goes by really fast. So you're like, wow, two years passed by, nothing changed. Um, I realized that if I don't do it now, it'll be, it will be another five years, you know, so um, that's how I made that decision. But when I went through the entire process, I became more public about it in general, because it's not as hard as I imagined it would be. Um, yes, there are hormonal stimulations. Yes, you're going to have to inject needles in your stomach, right? So it's it's a part of it. And yes, there is a quick surgery after. Um, I'm not taking away from those little aspects. But in retrospect, first of all, it's only two weeks, right? The whole pr like process of starting your stimulations. So overall, in retrospect, those two weeks uh, really didn't feel like it was a lot of, uh, it was like very emotional or very uh, heavy on me. First of all, it's a very funny feeling because you're not really pregnant, but you know that you're creating those eggs that you might actually have babies from in the future. So it's a very interesting situation you're in because you kind of treat yourself as if you're pregnant, right? So you're like taking more care of yourself. Um, you're more patient with yourself as well. So those two weeks are very special. Um, and then in terms of the surgery, obviously everybody's scared of the surgery because of the word surgery, right? They, they called it surgery, but the actual extraction process, like I mentioned to you earlier, is literally like if you think about it, like from a simplistic way of putting it, they like vacuum out your eggs, you know, they're not cutting you anywhere uh, and they just put you to sleep for the comfort of it, right? So that you don't actually uh, go through both like the physical discomfort and the mental discomfort as well. The, they're going through your cervix, through the vagina, yes. into the cervix, exactly. into the ovary, not exactly. through your abdomen. Exactly. No, and there's no cutting involved at all. Um, and you recover fairly quickly just because I, um, they, uh, I produced many more eggs than anticipated. Apparently, um, my recovery was a little bit longer and just so that I put it in perspective, longer is like two, three days, right? So a lot of women are able to go to work on the next day, right after surgery, right? So. What is involved in recovery? Is it cramping? Cramping. Yeah. It's uh, just uh, some like um, abdominal pain, cramping, you know, and you're bloated. That's a big aspect of it too. So sometimes people say that you'll get bloated during the hormonal stimulation, which is also pretty normal. Um, I personally didn't even go through that. So my bloating started after the extraction. Uh, and of course, your body just produced, you know, a huge number of eggs. You know, it takes some time to fully recover and get back to normal. Um, the way I painted it in my head was much more invasive and scary um, versus the actual procedure and the actual process. To go back to your question on how it affected me mentally, it's, uh, it's a very um, interesting feeling because obviously you didn't give birth, right? You just froze your eggs. But I, I'm assuming it's like multiplied by 10 when you actually give birth, you know, <laughs> what happened. Uh, but your mental state is you're much more confident in yourself, in your situation, wherever you are in life, um, and you mentally much more relaxed. Um, and that's why I think it's also very important, again, going back to the mental aspect, whether I will use my eggs in the future or I don't, 
doesn't really matter. Um, it's just a matter of I know that I have that option available to me. So now I have no societal pressure on any angle uh, in order to, you know, move on and start my family early um, and not when I want to. And I would definitely suggest uh, for everybody to go through something like this because ever since doing this procedure myself, I feel so happy and so liberated. And I know that no matter what, I have full freedom of personal choices and I can live my life and live in the moment. Thank you for joining us at the Down to Birth Show. You can reach us at Down to Birth Show on Instagram or email us at contact at downtobirthshow.com. All of Cynthia's classes and Trisha's breastfeeding services are held live online, serving women and couples everywhere. Please remember this information is made available to you for educational and informational purposes only. It is in no way a substitute for medical advice. For our full disclaimer, visit downtobirthshow.com slash disclaimer. Thanks for tuning in, and as always, hear everyone and listen to yourself. Done is always better than perfect, let's put it that way, with, with everything. With starting a business, starting a new direction of your content, having a family, you know, like you're like, how am I going to have, like, for example, if you already met a partner and you're like, I want to have children, but I don't know if I'm ready financially and I don't know if I'm ready mentally. The thing is, there will never be a perfect time, as I'm sure you know, when you're fully 100% ready uh, for anything. So it's always good to to kind of like throw yourself in the situation and see if it if it works out